When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the morning to you, Tim. I feel like you're not normally in the in that position. I like it. In the top right? Well, yeah. there's been a lot of people changing positions lately. Oh, That's God. a joke you'll get in about five or six God months. damn, Nick. That is like, the, kind of funny. so bad about making what jokes that, that the audience mean? has no chance yeah. of understanding. <laughs> this might be the most future joke, but one day... One day you're gonna know what this means. You could go, ah, oh, you're gonna laugh. That's what Nick was referencing. Isn't that right? Nitro rifle, Andy Cortez. Good morning. I don't I have nothing else to say on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it may or may not have to do with Andy being really mad about something, but uh, you know, maybe he's happy about it. You'll have to wait and see. Rounding out the group today, we have the big dog, Kevin Coel. Is that a Taco Bell shirt? Oh yeah. What do you think? Oh, that is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> that is also, phenomenal. Uh, chat, like people watching, I also don't know what they're talking about, and I feel really left out right now. So I just something yeah. to take note couple of. Couple months, couple years, who knows? One day, you too, Kevin. Twenty nineteen, will know. This twenty years. Uh, this is the kind of funny screencast where each and every week. We get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. And sometimes things pop off harder than normal. And that's going to go down this next couple weeks slash months. Because we are going to be reviewing this show. Game of Thrones, House of Dragons, She-Hulk will continue. And starting next week, Andy Cortez will be hosting the Kind of Funny Screencast with Elise Willems and Lucy James for Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Very exciting stuff all around. Of course, you can get the show on YouTube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast, and we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show uh, live as we record it, if you want to get the show ad free, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Fargo, Brady, and Molecule. But uh, today we're brought to you by MeUndies, but I'll tell you all about that later. I want to get right into it. Game of Thrones is back. The game, as we used to call it a decade ago, uh, you know, may not have had the best ending in some of our minds, most of our minds, all of our minds, however you want to look at it. This is a spinoff. Game of Thrones is back. HBO's giving it the premiere treatment. I want to start with Nick Scarpino. What did you think of this? Tim, like the kids say nowadays. This was a big old fat five for me. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed it, man. I thought it, it was it was fun getting back into that world. I think I like the fact that they didn't really um, they they kind of had the prologue moment where it was like the epic setup of what was going on, and they just kind of threw you into the deep end with all the names of the Targaryens. They didn't really like bother to hold your hand just like they did with the uh, with the original Game of Thrones. I do think it lacks a little bit of the magic of the first Game of Thrones, just because we were learning all of the worlds and all the houses. But what it lacks in that. I think it makes up for the fact that it could build off of that. And so when you see some of the, the Starks and the Baratheons and and you hear about Dorne and you hear him, like, you, you see uh, the king designing this other city, which I think was, 
I don't know if it was King's Landing or not, but all that stuff kind of builds into like cool Easter eggs and uh, and and just being back in the world is is super fun. I'm actually kind of really looking forward to the series. Andy Cortez, all about the game and how you play it. Oh Damn. yeah, oh yeah. And you know, this was kind of a a a, a mental challenge for me last night <laughs> because I'm like. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for this right now. For the heartbreak. And it was not only not necessarily even the heartbreak. I think just it's it, it was like I yeah, totally by by my fault. But it's like, OK, it's 10 p.m. Let me start this 180 hour JRPG. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's a that's a massive challenge for me because I I found myself rewinding a lot and trying to get names down and mm-hmm. subtitles. I mean, and um, and I was like, man, I don't I don't know if this is going to work out for me. But but goddamn, by the end of it, it's I, I legitimately out loud said it's fucking back. And and I, I I'll disagree with Nick in saying that, like, I think the magic is completely there. And I think it's just. I think all that has to be done is a really dope ass monologue with characters and um, it, like immediately you feel the drama and they just need to put a dope ass score behind it. And all of that worked for me immediately. And like the fact that this was an hour long episode and going into it kind of a daunting task. Oh, shit. Like we we know of this family, but these are new characters. It's going to take some time. to. And by the end of it, like I think they just did such a great job with making you care for everybody um, and everything involved. So. I think they did a fantastic job and I am along for the ride. I can't believe I'm saying that. Like I if you would have asked me last week if I was super excited for this, eh, whatever, you know, I got got to watch your screencast, it'll be fine. But I am completely in. I they did it. It's game time, baby. Mhm. Big dog. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm the total opposite of no one because this shit was dope as fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. You know what I mean? Here's your right. five shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Right away, right away, they like they get us to like a really insane place where like everyone with me was like, I can't watch this. I don't know if I can watch this show. Oh, yeah. Um, but like also like we see the decisions and like the turmoil of like this dude and his dream and like. And it and like how that turns out, and it's it, you're just like, man, I am so invested in the politics of this world, and um, it's interesting because I think uh, me and Nick before the like when the show was announced, I was like, I, I don't know, like we understand mm-hmm. how this is all gonna end, like I don't know how they're gonna be able to inv- like grab our attention, and I think that they they did such a good job doing that and like setting up these like factions, like already it's like. You've you've got theories right away of like, hmm, I, I wonder, you know, like if all these deaths needed to happen. Uh, I, and it's it's really interesting. And it's fascinating. My only problem was these goddamn wigs. They look so yeah. stupid. Why so don't bad. we just grab these actors and damage their hair permanently by, you know, bleaching it white? Let's come on, guys. I mean, the like, Reese Evans is sacrifice for art. You can just let him be blonde. Mm. You know, mm. he's the only one that doesn't have blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, man, right there with all of y'all, I went into this being like, man, it's a prequel. Usually not a fan of prequels in, in general. Game of Thrones did us so dirty, but I loved it so much up until the end, right? And when the theme started kicking in, in the beginning, I was like, immediately, I'm like, oh, fuck, they got me. And they're cheating. They're fucking cheating. They're playing the oh, music. Yeah. Like, of course, of course that was going to get me. But then you watch it, you start seeing the costume designs. You start seeing the set pieces. Everything starts feeling like Game of fucking Thrones. It feels like the most premier TV could possibly be. Of course, there's some CG shots that look like the fucking Moss Espa podcast race. That's TV. I get it. It's okay. But overall, I am so fucking in confused as hell about all the names so it does feel just like game of thrones of yore like i remember not even the first season like i feel like throughout the entire thing there's they start throwing some stuff at you and you're like those names are oddly similar but you know what that's what subtitles are for and just trying really hard to pay attention this this is one of those shows that's like you put your phone down you can't do anything else you are all in on it and it commands your attention it really kind of like rewards you for uh being as in as they are in terms of presenting their story and what they're going for i think that the focus on the targaryen characters i'm interested if that is going to be all that we get or if we're going to start getting a little bit more of the houses because that is at the end of the day the thing i enjoyed most about the original series is how many different families were at play mm-hmm. having said that i think episode one does a really good job of showing the infighting of this one family and like uh, the core uh part of the the inner like the sector of the the of king's landing like i'm like damn dude like these are all things that i'm familiar with and in terms of the magic of game of thrones like i like that it's almost magic in reverse where uh seeing king's landing this way this vibrance is like oh wow this is different you know it's like the the magic kind of is playing with our uh preconceived understanding of what this world is and who these characters are and i think the greatest decision they made was to not just go like one generation back but to go like hundreds of years back because that means that we are not waiting for a cameo 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 there's still probably room for some characters that have magic characters that have lived hundreds of years or whatever the fuck um go for it andy i'm right there with you tim because i thought just based on what all the press was about and having not watched a whole lot of trailers right i think we maybe watched one or two but i haven't been really up on the show like I like like most other stuff that I'm super excited for. And um I thought this was going to be the story of the Mad King. Um but it explicitly is like oh, it was 178 years before all that took place. So I like I, I think going into it I was like, well, whatever this show is gonna be about, the king goes crazy at the end and kills a bunch of people. And I, I'm happy to learn that this is like a generation removed prior to that, which is pretty see pretty sick. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of just coolness factor, like I love the use of the score. I love the use of like bringing back old, like the Dragonstone theme was in this and like just actual old uh, motifs from the original series, including the theme, dope ass versions of the theme. Although I will say, y'all, I hope that episode two remedies this, but like, are you really going to bitch out and not give us an intro? Come on. Like, come Come on. on. That is like something that gave Game of Thrones such like power. Just not say one thing right now, guys. I don't carry a lot of cash, but I'm pretty sure I got five dollars in my pocket. I will, I will commit more money if they just make another one of those dope intros. Who's in? Who's with me? I, I'll, I, I, with I, you. Like you want us to build it out, like pl- practically, or I just like, want to start a GoFundMe for HBO <laughs> to, to yeah, make I, a cash darn intro for this thing because I was waiting for it the entire time. I thought at the end I was like, oh, we're gonna see who all the major players were. It was always such a cool. Uh, uh, sort of chessboard to show who was going to be introduced and who were what were we going to be focusing on. And I just I, think the animations that was just the coolest thing ever. 
I th- I think I kind of enjoyed not having it only because I feel like this show is trying to set itself apart and not ride the coattails of one of the greatest shows of all time with uh, a, an all time kind of not great ending. Mm-hmm. But the uh, I don't know. I just it, I'm very surprised by my interest in it. I think watching Game of Thrones and understanding that so much of the source material is like so much of the writing is based off the actual source material and so much of the actual things that the characters are saying like when i'm watching that i am giving 70 percent of uh all the effort to george rr R. martin because i know that a lot of the lines that the characters are saying are ripped directly from the book and i never so going... just about cake i hope that's in the book <laughs> and so going into this i'm kind of like what exactly are we pulling from right here um i think i could have done without the uh sort of Hey, uh, every king passes this lore on to their heir. Yeah, I, I wasn't talk. wasn't a huge fan right. of that section, kind of talking about the song of ice and fire. And I'm like, I, we don't we, we don't need to do that. Like, I think the show was totally fine without kind of like, oh, that's from the show that came before. You know, like it's all right, chill out with that. It's okay. I was just say, I hope that is as much of a cameo as we get. Yeah, of, uh, yeah. Well, Ended there. <laughs> it's it's interesting though because I actually I actually liked it and I actually liked it because I'm, I'm huh. I was curious like hey is that going to motivate some of the moves politically of what she has to do here because she has to sort of start preparing for this because they don't know when it's going to come right they just mm-hmm. know that there's a winter that's coming that's going to be really really bad sometime and every king has to prepare the realm for it and a Targaryen has to sit on the throne which by the way is cool that our Targaryen was sitting on the throne when it happened which is pretty that's cool it would have been way no, cooler if they had lame. finished it. But um, but I like that little bit of lore building, and I like that where um, it didn't even recur- occur to me because I was looking at some of the casting. How I think this is the only episode where this actress plays. Um, how do you say her name? Uh, Renara, Rainier, Rainieris, Rain. They were calling her Ray. I think in the next couple episodes, it's uh, her friend is Olivia oh. Cook, and she is a different actor. So they're like, let's go, which is cool. Um, but I, but I'm Rainier, you know. Yeah. Rhaenyra. So it's it's. I think that might play into it a little bit. I I would like it. I actually I, I was expecting myself to kind of cringe when something like that came up, but I thought it was kind of cool to see sort of his Ernst when he said it. Uh, Tim, what's up? Uh, real quick, I just want to let you know you can go to Patreon.com/slash kind of funny to not get these ads, but for everyone else, here's some ads. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes. I love Me Undies. It is very rare, if ever, that you'll see me not wearing Me Undies head to toe. I'm wearing the Me Undies shirt. I'm wearing the Me Undies lounge shorts. I'm wearing the Me Undies socks. I'm wearing the Me Undies undies. Of course I am. Everyone knows Me Undies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes. But did you know that they make other stuff too? They have daily tees, shorts, rompers that add a little silky softness to your everyday. They even make hoodies for your dog. You know that Toretto and Moose be rocking those as well. MeUndies is your destination for all things soft and sustainable. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. You're not going to regret it. You're going to love MeUndies just like I do. MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Uh, I just want to say that uh, I'm really excited to see. I'm, I'm, I was a little bummed that we didn't get a, a jump in time in this episode to see what that's going to look like. Because uh, I didn't know they were going to do the time jumps like that. I was just uh, like, I think they did. They, they talked about it in like the post mm-hmm. 
or, or something else was talking about the, like they're going to be jumping through time back and forth right. to kind of show consequences of like the games the that they're playing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's like, there's two that. different Rhaenyras, yeah, um, two different yeah. actresses playing the young and the older version. Uh, thank God for the for those post shows. Really happy those are back. I love mm. getting the wrap up from the showrunners and from mm. the directors and the actors um, because it just kind of. I need that as the viewer, especially with all these names being so confusing. Um, I, I definitely enjoy that. What's up, Tim? I, I didn't watch that. What are some of the highlights from it? Uh, I just love watching the showrunner talk about the characters and further supplanting and getting those things memorized in my brain. <laughs> like, yeah, they I, 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 um, I don't really think there was anything of consequence uh, necessarily, but it's just kind of cool for me to hear it from the directors and the writers' perspectives. And they did mention the whole uh, mentioning of Song of Ice and Fire. And, like, we wanted a way to pay to homage. It's like, oh, you didn't need to do that. It's okay, though. You yeah, that. yeah I, like, that's fine. We can leave that in the past. <laughs> but it is, it is interesting, too, because I think, Tim, you, you know, picking up off your point of not having an animated or having that animated intro, it's interesting because we don't have that Game of Thrones right now, right? Obviously, everyone's always going to be vying for the mm-hmm. throne, but how much are the other houses going to be? Because eventually, a Baratheon has to figure out how to how to weasel his little way in. Well, there, no, right? that, already... th- no, that's that, that's like way later, and and that's just we know that story. That's Robert's rebellion. Oh, that's right. Because after yeah. was that after the Mad King or no? Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a as a because Jamie kills the Mad King. King and then Robert kind of well leaves Jamie right? kills the Mad King as Robert is taking over outside he's sacking. okay so does a Targaryen stay on the throne up no. until that point who no. was the Mad King who was the oh I'm sorry yeah the Mad King wasn't a Targaryen he was like Targaryen he was like Aemon the like or I don't know he he had one of those. Yeah, it was two. It's two generations after what we're watching right, right now, I believe. Yeah, but it's one of those things, Andy, where it's like, am I watching Lord of the Rings? How long? How long do these kids stay alive for? Because they mm-hmm. said something. I, I, I swear to God, at one point, uh, one of the guys was like, "I'm going to get Robert Baratheon for that." I was like, "That can't be Robert." Baratheon. Oh like, yeah, no, two- they all have these are all family names. Robert yeah, but, Burst, but Robert the yeah. Oh, oh, that makes a lot more sense yeah. because there's a because I, I swear to God, one of the the Stark guy. I'm like, that was a name that popped up in the original series. Eddard, 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 yeah. Rickon. It was Rickon. Rickon. Yeah, which is the name of the kid, the littlest kid, but it was named. Okay, guys, come on. Let's come up with some other names. Bob, Jim, William. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Nick. um, (laughs) Also, during that, that, you see that sequence where Alicent is uh, reading or or studying with Rhaenyra and having, like, kind of quizzing her on the the history or whatever the hell. And they mention Nymeria, which is what. Homegirl uh, Arya names her her direwolf. It's like mm, it's cool. crazy. It's like it's come up with different stuff. Like but apparently, gotta... there's a book of names, and that's all you're allowed to name anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I mean, everyone names things about like like after they're 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 having like, they're having older. a new baby. Arya, right, well, we have 20 names to choose from. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even the baby. To be fair, though, in, died, in yeah. the future, if we know the character's name is like. Robert the third, then there has to be three of them. You can't have a different name. That yeah. is very true. That is very true. You're not. You're not wrong. I mean, the Robert the third, but the, but the first and the second could have come eons beforehand. You don't mm-hmm. have to do them in succession. Robbie uh, and Bob. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, to Reese if Reese Ivins, I think is how you say his name, right? Mm-hmm. Ivins, uh, who is just fucking awesome in this. He's I was so not great. expecting him Sorry. to be. In who this. is that? He's the hand. He's the guy that plays the hand of the got king. Got it. Got it. He was the lizard from uh, Amazing Spider-Man. And yeah, uh, if you're if you're very familiar with him, he played. Uh, I think he played Spike 
in uh, Notting Hill, which was his best role. Um, I could be mm. wrong. That might have been a different mm. actor. But uh, I think he also played the kicker. I think he also played the kicker in The Replacements, <laughs> but I could be wrong. Um, he was the kicker in The Replacements. He was the, okay, cool. Yes. So then he's definitely Spike. Uh, but I loved him. I thought he was so subdued. I think I love that we're getting – he's like the smart guy, right? He's the one that's like – he gets a little bit enraged by Damon, who we'll talk about in a little bit. But he's also the guy that's like, I'm not one of these houses that's super powerful. I don't know where the Hightower house comes from or if they're, if they're, you know, if they're powerful at all. But I love that he's, like, strategic. And then there's that one moment where he's like, you should go visit the king. And it's like, is mm, he, is he like, like, yeah, he's pimping out his, his daughter. Out his daughter oh, right for now? sure. Because oh. you know what would be great? Another, like, a male heir. To, yeah, like, from his family, the, and then he would be, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. He'd be the one in control, he, which would be crazy. Yeah, so those like, are getting a lot of that political intrigue and that, and that kind of shitty sort of like behind closed doors stuff. Andy, okay, Andy's uh, sneezing. Uh, that, Andy's with, sneezing with, right now. with that though, I to me, uh, all of the I don't even want to call it nostalgia bait because honestly, I think that it's such high quality shit that I'm happy they're committing to the score and committing to the things that we we are familiar with so hard. Because on top of that, there is the the layered characters and stories, and even more than that, we're, since we know the rules of Game of Thrones, like we understand that the show goes there. I mean, they cut off a dick in this episode in like the first five mm, minutes, right? Mm, but like, mm. I love that in this one episode, they knew they're like, we have to get everybody in and believe that this is this is game of thrones this is what you know and love from it and i feel like we know these characters introduced as well as we knew a lot of the characters at the end of season one just because they have the liberties and luxuries of being able to play on our understanding of stuff where any character that was good in this episode did something that was so bad that you're like well i can't really like you but that's game. game of thrones that's the game like this guy we're we're kind of rooting for him and then all of a sudden he's pipping out his daughter it's like fuck god damn it you're an asshole and i feel like every character had some moment like that um but yeah i, I go for it andy i will say it was kind of um that kind of threw me off watching patty constantine as king viserys yeah because all I can see is him in hot fuzz. <laughs> like, yes. All yes. I can see God. is the Holy one of the shit. two Andy's cops. <laughs> you broke this for me, Andy. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Watch it. Watch it. All I could see is is that sequence where he just like pops back in the frame. <laughs> like that's all I could visualize right now. Um, so I thought that was like kind of an odd choice, even though he did. I think he did a very, very good job um, in that role. And again, they're kind of this is the first episode and they are hitting you with some really visually fucked up stuff um not just skulls getting bashed in but everything dealing with uh the pregnancy and oh my God, uh, horrifying. Uh, like all of that all of those sequences like god damn this is like i feel like this is stuff that we're expecting to see season eight ep- seven yeah. episodes from now yeah season yeah. three sort of stuff but um kind of just immediate heartbreak setting the tone that you know you're you're hey Game of Thrones is back, and it, you're going to feel like shit every once in a yeah. while. So kind of, like, prepare for that. Uh, and that was something they talked about in the post-show, which I thought was so cool, where they were like, we wanted to juxtapose this, 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 this tournament of these knights who have never been to war before. So all that angst and all that stuff, this is their battlefield. Um, so and then cool. we juxtaposed that yeah. with... What the what her mother said was our battlefield, which yeah. is giving birth, which is having to you know to to suffer through that entire process, um, and that was just so so incredibly visceral. I want to give a shout out to Patty uh, uh, Considine, who I thought was perfect casting in this because there's that great scene at the end with Matt Smith, who we haven't even talked about, who was like, "I'm saving you," and he's like, "From who?" He's like, "From yourself," because you're fucking weak. 
and we mm. know he is. We can like you know as the viewer, you're like, this guy's actually like, yeah, okay, he's got some problems, and he's not the best king, but he's, he's a bit he, of a pushover. He, yeah. He's kind of a pushover, and Matt Smith's not wrong. And we know what happens to pushovers; they get their fucking heads cut off in this first yeah. episode. So this guy's not long for this yep. world. Let's just put it that way. The the showrunners in that post show mentioned how um, King Viserys is another one of these peacetime kings, continuing. Uh, several decades of peace and just trying his best to not have to do anything with war and not have to send out anybody. And like, it's just, it's all about keeping the peace. So you can kind of see that he is likely never the aggressor in any of these moments. Um, And you sort of see him kind of finally explode to his brother, Damon at that, in the, that sort of final sequence of like, I bet you he's never lashed out like that in his life. And yeah. he's finally like, you did what? You you celebrated the death yeah. the king for a day? What like that scene was like so heartbreaking and so fucked up. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, I need to to leave real quick, so I just wanted to say my last thing. Bringing up Matt Smith, like Andy, we have a couple simple rules here, right? When it comes mm-hmm. to dope, cool things. Number one is just to like my or equal minded characters playing chess. You know what I mean? You give me a Professor X, you give me a Magneto, just sitting down, play some chess. Nothing cooler than that. Number two coolest thing. Dude's sitting on thrones that aren't theirs, kind of slouching mm. a little bit, right? Mm. Always fucking cool. And Matt Smith just doing it. And it's like, that is that is absolutely beautiful. There's a third thing that I didn't realize uh, to add to the list. And that is board sliding on a rail with your own body. Oh, because man. he fucking does that shit. And it was the coolest thing ever. Sure, he was getting yeah, fucked that was up. Not good, but he yeah. looked badass doing it. Well, dude, man. Like, that armor, that the horse armor. armor yeah, let's the armor. Go. So, Tim, before up, you leave, do you know what the, the acronym for the show is? No. It's Hot Ops. D. Oh, oh, D. Oh, yes, there is. And I'm telling you, right now, there's a couple characters that get introduced. <laughs> Whoever beats him, I'm like, yeah. they got some good looking well, we, we don't know much about that guy yet, right? Cole. I don't know who he is. House but that, of that, I was like, if that guy came up to me, was like, I would like your favor. I'd be like, here's my shirt, bro. Let's go. Yeah. Let's, oh, let's go. and What's he's from Dorn. Dorn. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is cool. So he's like the Viper, right? He's like one of those. He's like maybe a descendant yeah. or something like that from that. Or not a descendant. Uh, right. yeah. 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 Relative. I got to go. But right, I man, just want to say, the fucking Last of Us is about to be the best show ever televised by. You look dope. Um, I do love that we got a little shot of that in the post. That dude, whatever's yeah, coming on. up, I, I did want to ask you guys that. Did you get? Did you watch on HBO Max? Did you get the preview of like the eighteen shows that are coming up? Uh, on yeah, HBO Max, all of which look incredible. Twenty minute pre-show. Uh, the, uh, yeah, whatever. That I'm sorry. It just lasted so long. <laughs> it was so. But there was one that was like I don't even know what it's about, but it's it's like a woman who's an influencer or something like that, and she's going crazy. Something. It just looked insane. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to watch all these HBO Max shows. I hope that Discovery doesn't bury them into the ground. They got a show with, uh, they got a show with, Elizabeth Olsen. You know I'm in. Yeah, where she, that, and, and Jesse Plemons, who is your boy yeah. from, uh, from uh, Breaking Bad. Meth Damon, yeah. That's, oh and God, Fargo. That's so messed up. Uh, I want to I quickly circle back around to, uh, to the House of the Dragons. Uh, I... I Man, I'll tell you what, with the king, I love that. I love how they're setting him up because there's that one line where he was like, he talks to Reese Evans and he's like, you know, you gave my Damon this and you called him frugal. Then you gave him this position, you called him frugal. And then you gave him this and now you're saying he's too brutal. And it's like, it's so funny because the line keeps getting moved back with him, right? He keeps Mm -hmm. making excuses for his brother because he is weak because he doesn't want to stand up to him, which makes that moment where he does stand up to him. No, but I think also... 
Sorry, I, I was just saying, I think that that also is showing that, like, the dude keeps setting him up to fail and then calling his failures out. Like, these people are definitely playing a game of, like, who will be the successor. And he's yeah. trying to, he's, I think, for years been setting up that, like, oh, this guy's useless. He can't make things work, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, but then, but then you see the brutality. You see him be like, hey, we're, you know, they're going to fear gold. And they just go through and kill everyone that's the suspected criminal, like, maim them. And it's like, okay, well, there might be some in between here. I just loved how that whole thing was set up. Because I think Game of Thrones, at its best, takes characters that you can appreciate. Like, you understand where they're coming from. They might be bad characters, but you get what motivates them. And there's a little part of you that's like, oh, man, I kind of want Matt Smith to win now. I kind of want mm-hmm. him to be like, maybe mm-hmm. maybe he would be a better king than the other guy. Maybe Reese Evans would be a better king. Who knows? Well, um, But I'm interested to see how the whole thing unfolds. Matt so, Smith I- is definitely going to bring the drama. Like That's clear that, that, that this is kind of all coming to a head. And we're only in episode one, and you can already tell that, which I think speaks volumes about the show so far. Yeah. And... Uh, I mean, no better visual storytelling than King Viserys cutting his hand on the throne. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Like, here it is. Like, how? With that infection. Here it is. You know? Oh, right? yeah. So gross. Uh, so gross looking. But what was is that the, medicine they were rubbing on, or was that pus? No, on the I think that was pus. pus it. Like, it's, yeah. it, was, it was looking a little grayscaly. Yeah, you got it. Oh, interesting. Oh, I didn't even think that. That's just... interesting. So you think he has to go away? Maybe he goes, Maybe that's how they get him out of there. Is he's, yeah, maybe. He's got the grayscale. I forgot all about that. Uh, I'm very excited didn't do to see anything what with it. Sorry. What's that? I was like, it's because they stopped doing stuff with the grayscale. What in happened the, with in that? The, uh, like, Who was the? They just oh, found the, the cure. The sexy guy, right? That was like the the older guy. That the was like older kinda, dude, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of the the yeah, maester that we were friends with, Sam. Sam, <laughs> Sam he was just so sexy. Sam, Samuel Tarley. Yeah, he figures out like he, he looks in the right. notes, which. Maybe we'll see the notes get like created in this mm-hmm. series. That might be a fun, like small throwback. Well, we got a reference to um, the library, right, or whatever that was of the uh, yeah. So that's or whatever they old, were. in Old Town. So that's mm-hmm. the the high towers are called High Tower because they control that area, and um, the tower in the middle is the High Tower. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so rad. I'm I'm in, man. I I was mm-hmm. I'm with Andy where I, and you guys where I just thought like uh, this will be another fun show to watch for a few weeks and. Within, it, it's just the quality of it all and the fact that they're willing to just show you whatever the heck they have to show you to get the story across that that really kind of pulls you right back into the series. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, at, I'm literally going to recommend this for everyone. Do we have any theories yet for you guys? Theories as to how this whole thing plays out? Yeah. Well, no, like I don't what, even want What to, things I, are in play? I think, I, I, I don't know. It's too early for me to even want to speculate. Like, I don't want to send my mind down one rabbit hole and then suddenly you know ralph boners in this shot and you know i'm not trying to have any of ralph that boner yeah oh, wandavision i remember that uh my, i have no theories yet because i cannot remember any of the people's names but uh i don't know just, it's i mean just seeing matt smith jump on the dragon at the end i'm like okay well some shit's gonna go down because he's got his own personal dragon that that uh and i think he's a, got, you know a majority of these people have personal dragons I think they've said at the end we're going to see something like 19 dragons in total. And well, his this, dragon was cool. Got to remember all their names, He has a dragon too. with a long neck. Like a really He has a dragon he's been given 2,000 soldiers that are super brutal ex-criminals. So he could fuck some shit up. Well, yeah, he runs soon. the gold cloaks, right? Yeah, which is cool. Are those yeah. – the gold cloaks, they're not an offshoot of 
Who were the, the the personal guard that Lannister was a part that, of? That's it, the gold cloaks. That's the gold cloaks, right? Yeah. So is the he, dude that's bald with the beard, is he one of the gold cloaks or is he is he something cooler? Because he's cool. I think he's one of the gold cloaks. Okay. It's it's not super clear if the gold cloaks are protecting the king right now. Um, but like they definitely will be the protector of the king right. in the future. And I believe uh Damon, right? Damon is yeah. the one that that essentially creates the gold cloaks to what they are now. But that mm. may have already happened. I just love that there's not, like, immediately introduced okay. in the episode, there's so many different opposing powers that could at any moment put their chips in. And we have yeah. we have I, the queen who never was that. We have no, that side of the family. She's for something. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, also, the, the queen that never was watching, like, the, the male... The future male earn, uh, um, heir get heir. turned down, and it to to go to the the his the king's his daughter, first daughter, yeah, which yeah. is exactly what she was petitioning for, you know, t- fifteen years earlier, right? But because uh, it was is, patriarchy, she didn't yeah, get it, right? That, that's gonna that's gonna piss some people that's off, right? There. Definitely gonna piss some people off. Uh, I think Otto's up to a lot of shit. I think well, I mean, initially when we see Otto introduced and he's there at the table and it's Reese Evans' character, Nick, and I'm like, oh, there's a the little finger. And I, yeah. I, I love mm-hmm. just kind of immediately making those analogs of, oh, the bald guy with the beard. That's that really nice uh, Sir Barristan or whatever his mm-hmm. name is. Like there's all like every character kind of has those archetypes of you're going to like them for this much. And then they're going to mm-hmm. do something really fucked up. And this mm-hmm. person's really shady from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think all of that is just super familiar and easy to get back into, especially in this world. But I, again, I just want to touch on that, that outro sort of coronation. Um, oh yeah. Where, I was bre- you know, fuck. bringing in um, Rhaenyra's Rhaenyra Rhaenyra and kind of naming her as the heir. And um, I think all of it leading up to that with the score behind it. And then the credits hit. And it's just like, I've, I haven't, I didn't know I missed this feeling that much. <laughs> and when those credits hit, like I'm I'm just kind of in my room and I'm like standing up by this point. And I'm just like, it's it's fucking back, dude. That's all it took was one episode where we're getting introduced to names we're familiar with, not mm. characters. We yeah. don't know anybody here. Yeah. We don't know any of these actors. And all it took was about 58 minutes for me to be like, fuck yes, dude, give me nine more of these. Me too. I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm, yeah, just as a quick clarification, Buckman234 in the chat says, bald beard guy is a Kingsguard, not a gold cloak. Um, I, I think the Kingsguard are the Are gold the same cloaks. thing? Yeah. Mm. Well, no, because they stopped Damon from, from attacking the king at the end, right? Well, yeah, but he's the commander of the gold cloak he doesn't like he he you know what i mean like they still yeah. have to listen to the king a cab yeah, dude fucking a cab the gold um, cloaks just fucking up everybody i'm i'm right there with you andy i'm i'm back in on this we'll see it, it scares me a little bit because we didn't exactly stick the landing on the last one in fact the the, the plane just crashed and tumbled into a into someone mm-hmm. else's uh uh other plane but uh <laughs> i'm i'm super excited to see where all this goes i'm already intrigued with all these characters i i'm intrigued by matt smith i think he brings a level of dimensions to like the bad guy quote-unquote character where i think we definitely can understand where he's coming from um i'm i'm very much looking forward to the 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 older actresses coming into play the allison and uh runera uh, uh the roles i think it's going to be cool to see how this whole thing unfolds and i love that hbo put the full force of the HBO budget behind these because when they pull into King's Landing, when we see all these things, yes, it's TV and yes, it's CG and yes, some of it looks like a bad Harry Potter holiday special. But 
for the most part, the world is all encompassing and you feel like you're in it and it's familiar and, and it's visceral and it's violent. And if it gets anywhere close to some of the, the, the heights of the original game of Thrones series, I think it's going to be definitely worth our time. I have one more thing to just add on before we end this. Thank you, HBO max for having good bit rate and quality. Oh yeah. I don't know if I could do another eight years of watching the episode afterwards on HBO go Oh, and that was tough. And seeing and everything. The, the bit <laughs> rate is just so artifacty and Where it's shitty like looking. Nice shots, like... you just kind of have to guess what's going yeah. on. Ooh. Remember <laughs> the war? Remember the, um, the the final battle with the with the night? Yes. Oh, the, the... the longest battle that no one saw. <laughs> You're like, what's happening? Is there? But, is I think there's a dragon in this. In the but clouds. even then, not even just night shots. Like just the rest of the show always looked like oh, shit yeah, because like HBO shit. goes bit rate and streaming quality was just kind of shit. So yeah. shout out to HBO Max for having good quality and. For, you know, at least me being able to understand what's happening on screen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you thought of House of the Dragon. Or as Brock Ripion in the chat, in the Patreon chat says, kind of funny, House of Five Cream and Hot D reviews. Uh, let us know what you thought of the Hot D. If you're in, if you're still on the fence about it, who are your favorite characters and whatnot. Of course, if you want to be extra cool, if this is the first time you're watching our content, you're like, wow, I made it to the end. Thank God. Give yourself a bowl of cereal and also go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny and uh, think about backing us at the dollar tier uh, or a couple of the other tiers. You guys can watch live as we record these and occasionally we'll reference you. You guys can correct us or not correct us and or be a part of the conversation. Um, we will be back next week with more House of uh the d review we're also doing she hulk we're doing all sorts of fun stuff and i think we're continuing rocky interview as well so if you like all that stuff please consider subscribing to our channel we're almost at three hundred thousand subscribers you could be our three hundred thousandth subscriber which would be incredible we're gonna find you and we're gonna knock on your door and we're gonna just staple a ribbon to your chest until right now (laughs) right now we are 944 away there it is wow are we that far I thought we were only like 50 away. <laughs> it, no, you know, 944. It, it moves as and flows. <laughs> oh, man. I'm never going to get there. We'll get there sometime before my back gives out. All right, all right I'm getting in this. All right, everyone. Thank bye, you guys bye. so much. We love you. Bye.